Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, the IMF is warning El Salvador again. Somebody got very lucky and got their crypto back. And FTX.us has a new valuation. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, January 26, 2022. I told everybody yesterday that I didn't get any emails, <laughs> and apparently everybody felt bad. And I got a lot of emails in the past 24 hours. So first, I want to say thank you to everybody that wrote me emails. I have some questions and I have some emails that actually just said, hey, I'm really sorry that you didn't get any emails. (laughs) I think that's great. Thank you very much for writing in. And I'll answer some of those questions in a minute. So there's going to be a little bit longer intro to this episode than usual because I have something to say about the Jimmy Fallon, Paris Hilton, Tonight Show bit where they you probably saw it on Twitter and social media being passed around them showing off their bored apes. And I think there's something fundamentally wrong with this. Before I go into like my whole rant about this is I just want to make this clear. I don't hate rich people. I respect people who have financial security and, and have financial success. More power to people that can buy big houses and fancy cars and go out to eat wherever they want and drink whatever they want and fly wherever they want and have you know time to themselves and they can just take time away because they have enough money that they don't have to you know do the grind. Congrats. And when I look at those people, I go up there, I shake their hand, and I say, how did you do it? Because I want to apply it to myself. I want to do the same thing. I want to achieve that as well. And I want to work for that. And so I, I'm not one of those people that hate rich people. I'm not that person. However, I think that there is something fundamentally wrong with celebrities on The Tonight Show buying $300,000 apes, showing them off to each other, and the average person looking at that going, what the actual F, Right. I mean, I got DMs, I got people email me about this and saying, oh, you're running for Congress, you are in crypto, this is a scam, this is a Ponzi scheme, this is Beanie Babies, look at this, it's not, and I understand what they're saying. I understand the frustration, because literally, Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon, they paid $300,000 for their apes, and they're now showing them off on TV to the average person, and it just looks so out of touch. And I just wanted to just say that I think that that is, it's a horrible look for the space. And I think that we should just really just take a step back and go, what are we really doing with this whole show off uh, NFT thing? Look, if it's collecting art, great. And if that art's super expensive, great. But it's just something that's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. I can't put my finger on why I think having an ape is different and having an ape on your profile picture and showing it off on the Tonight Show and by Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon is different than maybe owning a Picasso that's in your house. I can't really put my finger on it, but there definitely is. And I just wanted to bring that up. And the last thing I want to say about this is it really makes people not even want to learn about the tech because it is so blatantly, I don't know, just out of touch with everybody else. Look, NFTs can be used for a lot of different things. 
And I was thinking, you know, NFT, your ID. So your state or government issue ID can be an NFT. It is immutable. There's only one of your ID and you can use that for voting. You could use that for your driver's license. You can use that for buying beer. And what about diplomas? There's so many other use cases for NFTs. And now that we have this whole like narrative being driven by Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon, I think that people are just gonna have such a disgust for this whole NFT, this whole tech, this whole space. And they're not even gonna want to learn about it because of what that like kind of symbolizes. I don't know, maybe maybe you don't get what I'm trying to say, but if you do, email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. If you have another opinion, email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. I wanna hear your opinion about Jimmy Fallon, Paris Hilton, the NFTs, the Bored Apes showing off uh, on The Tonight Show, them being worth $300,000, and this whole like, I don't know, like how people are reacting to this and how they're trying to show that off. It's Is it cool? Should everybody just chill? Should we? I don't know, but I, I get it. I understand why people might be disgusted with it. And I understand why people get turned off by it. They're not helping the space. Paris Hilton is not helping anything. I want your opinion. Moving into some emails really quick. Mike from Toronto emailed this, and I thought this was a really good point, and I don't know what to even think about this yet, and I'm going to try to start you know, kicking it around, but I just wanted to address that he wrote this. He said, on January 25th, which was yesterday, you reported and ranted about, sorry about the rant, <laughs> I just had another one, about the rebranding of F2.0 to Consensus Layer, and you did say that it was technically accurate. Do you think that the Ethereum Foundation did this to lower the expectations? Ooh. Mike. That is a mic drop. <laughs> Look, that's a good point. Maybe F2 is not going to roll out as, as big and awesome as everybody thinks it's going to be or should be or even compete with like Salon and these new projects coming out and they're trying to lower their expectations. I didn't even think about that. I don't think that's the case. I hope it's not the case. But damn, that is a really good point. I'm going to try to look into that for you. And if anybody has an opinion on what Mike asked and what Mike asked again, is F2.0 being rebranded to the consensus layer, do you think that the Ethereum Foundation is trying to lower the expectations for F2.0? Because they're not going to be able to meet expectations for F2.0. That's a great question. Send me an email, matthewarren at decrypt.co. I have another email from David. And David asked a question, again, something I said yesterday. He said, I noticed that you said don't use Coinbase for trading. What do you suggest? What wallets do you use? Okay, so let me clarify what I was meaning by don't use Coinbase. If you use the traditional Coinbase, just like the app or Coinbase on your desktop, the fees for buying and selling Bitcoin there, or in air quotes, trading, is way more than, say, Binance.us, FTX.us, or even Coinbase Pro. So what I'm saying is, if you're using Coinbase for just buying and you want to buy some Bitcoin here and there and you have it linked up so you buy, you know, 50 bucks a week or something, then that's great. You know, use Coinbase. However, if you're going to trade, like literally you see swings and you're going to trade, you know, a couple times a day or a couple times a week, you know, buy and selling Bitcoin or other digital assets, then you're going to be wasting a lot of money and fees if you're buying on Coinbase. So that's why I say if you're trading on Coinbase, it's probably not a good idea. You should be using Coinbase Pro, FTX.us, Binance.us, Gemini even. And those are going to be places that are going to have you much lower trading fees, maker and taker fees, so you can maximize your profits for the most part. Anyway, thank you, David, for writing in. I hope that answers your question. Coinbase is great. If you're going to do some, you know, every periodic buys or just buy once and hodl or whatever. Uh, but if you're going to be actual actively trading, make sure that you're not paying those crazy fees that are on Coinbase. And finally, I want to say thank you to Rob. 
Rob wrote in and said, hey, I'm sorry that you didn't get any emails the other day, uh, but I listen to your show every day. Keep up the good work. He put some other stuff in there. Rob, I read it. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you very much for telling me about your crypto journey, your trading, your emotions, the ebbs and flows that we all feel when the market goes down and the market goes up. So, Rob, happy hodling. And everybody else, hope you're doing well as well. Let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $38,120, up 3.6% in 24. Ethereum, oh, before you get very happy, it's still down 9% in 7 days. Ethereum's at $2,611, up 7% in 24. Tether's in the number 3 spot. Binance Coin is at $392, up 5%. And USDC is in number 5. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, Solana, XRP, Luna, and Dogecoin. Total market cap, we're at $1.73 trillion, which is up again another maybe $120 billion in 24. A BTC dominance of 41.7 and an F dominance of 18%. And now it's time for a coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is Helium, ticker HNT, rank number 40 on coin market cap. Its price right now is $28.89, it's up 20% in 24 hours. Market cap is $3.1 billion, fully diluted is 6.4, means 49% is in circulation. Of its supply, or its total supply, max supply, is $223 million. Helium's all-time high price is $55.22. It's down around 50% since then. That was set two months ago, where everything else was at all-time highs. And its all-time low was two years ago, June 10th, uh, at $0.25. Cents. It's up 12,000% since then. So where can you buy Helium? Well, you can buy it at Binance, Binance.us, FTX, Shitcoin Mecca, KuCoin, Bybit, Crypto.com, X, Indodex, what I'm trying to say here in and show you guys is that there's a lot of liquidity and a lot of places to buy it. That's what happens when you're number 40 on coin market cap. So what does this token do? Well, Helium is a decentralized blockchain powered network for the Internet of Things or IoT devices. It was launched in 2019. The Helium mainnet allows low powered wireless devices to communicate with each other and send data across the network of nodes. If you guys remember, even Elon Musk mentioned Helium uh, and what they're trying to do. And from their website, it says this. They are calling themselves the People's Network, and it represents a paradigm shift for decentralized wireless infrastructure. So they're basically talking about a wireless network for your mobile devices, the Internet of Things, powered by blockchain. They're even trying to deploy 5G on this platform. It's getting a lot of attention and talk from a lot of people. And that's Helium. HNT ticker. Number 40 on coin market cap. Check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Moving into today's headlines. In around 2018, 
This guy named Dan Wright and his friends spent around $50,000 in Bitcoin to purchase a batch of something called the Theta Network Tokens, or Theta. Still a coin out there right now. You can look it up right now. Current price is around uh, $2.70 last time I looked. Anyway, when they bought it, it was worth $0.21. Initially, the funds were held on a Chinese-based crypto exchange, but then they moved it to their Trezor, their hardware wallet. Well, by the end of 2018, when the price of the token crashed nearly fourfold, they basically just decided to cash out their investments. They're like, okay, (laughs) we lost our money. We have maybe 10 grand or 15 grand left. Let's just cash it out and just say we have a loss. Well, they realized that they forgot their pin code to their wallet, and so they couldn't get in. And with most of these hardware wallets, if you try to, you know, put your pin code in and you fail so many times, it would just basically wipe the device, thinking that somebody's trying to hack your device or get into your device. So they tried 12 times, but after 16, it wipes the device. So they're like, okay, four left. We better just chill. Well, during this time of waiting and trying to figure out what to do, the price went to $15, $15. So basically they had $3 million in their investment, $50,000 to $3 million. Well, long story short, with $3 million sitting in a wallet, you try your ass off to get in there and they found an exploit. And after trying to do this exploit, watching YouTube, finding a hacker to help them get into this wallet, they got in and retrieved their money today it seems around six hundred thousand dollars the article says it's two million dollars in crypto it didn't say that there's any other crypto in their treasure besides their theta so at the price that they bought it for to the price that it's at right now it doesn't seem that two million dollars is accurate but they could have other crypto in there so they said that they got into the treasure and they have two million dollars in crypto wow amazing treasure tweeted though and they want to make sure that everybody understood that that was an outdated exploit from 2017. They fixed it. So basically, this guy had an old Trezor. They never did firmware updates. That exploit was known about. It was fixed in Trezor. But since they didn't update, they were able to get in. So congratulations on getting your gains. FTX's U.S.-based exchange, FTX.US, they just had a Series A funding round for $400 million. Took their valuation of FTX.US to 8 billion dollars this funding round including investors such as paradigm multi-coin capital lightspeed ventures softbank and much more so so ftx is valued at around 25 billion dollars and ftx.us is eight billion dollars sam bankman freed <laughs> this dude just popped out in a couple of years and made a I don't know, $35, $40 billion company. I'm just so impressed by this guy. And I can tell you right now, he's worked his ass off. Ass off. But wow, I am impressed. If you guys remember, Facebook has a crypto project. It's called DM. It's like a stable coin blockchain sort of thing. It was originally known as Libra. When they came out with this, they had everybody on there. They had eBay, Stripe, MasterCard, Visa, all saying that they're founding members of this Facebook initiative blockchain stablecoin thing. And, well, I can tell you right now, nobody, nobody liked it. The crypto space didn't like it. Congress didn't like it. Regulators didn't like it. Everybody hated it. And, well, right now it looks like they're trying to sell their assets as a way to return capital to its investor members. Basically saying we're going to sell off everything uh, to try to give people their money back because this is a total fail. After months of launching Libra, all of these founding members, like I said, eBay, Stripe, MasterCard, Visa, were all resigning. They're like, we're out of here. We're not going to be associated with this project. And that's because, well, the regulators were coming down from the EU to uh, the United States. Everybody was saying, we can't let Facebook make their own money. That's ridiculous. 
And long story short, it failed. Executives, engineers, even the founding member, David Marcus, left at the end of 21. So DM is trying to raise some cash to pay off its investors. The head of YouTube Gaming, Ryan Wyatt, will soon be leaving his post in the Google-owned tech company. Starting in March, Wyatt will become the CEO of Polygon Studios, a new venture dedicated to building on the Ethereum sidechain Polygon. Wyatt said it's time for a new venture. I came to YouTube almost eight years ago to help give gamers a voice and represent the gamers' needs every day. In my role at Polygon Studios, I will be focused on growing the developer ecosystem through investment, marketing, and developer support, and bridging the gap between Web 2 and Web 3. I'll be leading the Polygon Studios organization from gaming, entertainment, fashion, news, sports, and more. So keep an eye out for a lot of big moves in Polygon Studios. In a screenshot shared today on Twitter, it looks like OpenSea could be supporting popular wallets like Phantom on Solana. This will allow people to use OpenSea not only for Ethereum like it is now, but also Solana NFTs. This was shared by Jane Wong, who is a known blogger and hacker. Wong told Decrypt that she found the shared references to Solana while reverse engineering Solana's website. They said that their UI, there is also references of this, but they tried to hide it. When asked for comment, an OpenSea representative called it an old speculation and pointed to previous purported leaks, screenshots of Solana supported on their site. So is this going to be a thing or not a thing? I think it could be a really cool thing if they did do it, and I really hope they do do it. And finally... The IMF, or the International Monetary Fund, which monitors the global economic system and distributes loans and aids to 190 dues-paying member countries, has stepped up calls for El Salvador to abandon Bitcoin. The remarks from the IMF said the Central American country's economy is shrinking while its public debt is expanding. It argues that using Bitcoin as a national currency, as it has been doing so since you know September of 2021, risks halting its recovery. Said this in quote, The adoption of cryptocurrency as legal tender, however, entails large risk for financial and market integrity, financial stability, and consumer protection. It also can create contingent liabilities. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Spotify. If you open up the podcast on its home screen, top left, you see the little rating place. Two clicks. Click the little rating place and then click five stars. It's going to make those rating, the numbers of ratings go up. And so when somebody comes to the show, they're going to say, Look at all those great ratings. I'm going to listen to the show. And we want to tell everybody that this is the best damn crypto news show in the business. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. But watch for two things tonight. Number one, Tesla's releasing its financial statements for last year in Q4. Are we going to see some more crypto being bought? And also, the Fed is going to tell us what they're going to be doing with their rates for the remainder of this year. It's basically going to signal to the markets of what they're going to do and how we're going to plan. Keep an eye out for those.